Austin Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. So when you Guys, show giving God thanks for the thorn in the paint. <laughs> Does your car have a thorn in the paint? Well, I'm going to just tell you that old red sure does. Uh, the longer you own a car, the more familiar that you become with its thorn in the paint. In the case of my 1995 Dodge Dakota Old Red, you know, for years and years, of course, I've had the car over 20 years and 400,000 miles. And, and so I keep having overheating problems, which lead to a blown head gasket. And I don't know if it has to do with I've changed radiators. I've, I've, I've obviously changed engines. I've changed all sorts of, you know, thermostats and you name it. But it just, you know, every once in a while we rear its ugly head bomb. It's got a thorn in the paint. <laughs> don't they all? so if you've had a car long enough i'm guessing you can relate to what i'm saying that has some kind of a thorn in the paint maybe if you've been married long enough you've come across that your spouse may have a little thorn in her or his paint (laughs) have you ever thanked god for that well this week i recycled a story i've done this devotion at assisted living in moxville for well over 20 years and I had found this story. I'd read it years ago, but it just hit me like a thorn this week. And I just thought, man, I've got to share this with my listeners. This is just too good. And it has to do with Thanksgiving. And here we are with Thanksgiving week. So it's called The Blessings of the Thorns. The Blessing of the Thorns. Sandra felt as low as the heels of her shoes as she pushed against the November gust at the floor shop door. Her life hadn't been easy like a spring breeze. Then in the fourth month of her second pregnancy, a minor automobile accident stole her ease. During Thanksgiving week, she should have delivered a son. She grieved over her loss as if that weren't enough. Her husband's company threatened to transfer. Then her sister, whose annual holiday she had coveted, called saying she couldn't come. What's worse, Sonda's friend infuriated her by suggesting her grief was a God-given path to maturity (laughs) that would allow her to empathize with others who suffer. She had no idea what I'm feeling, thought Sandra with a shudder. Thanksgiving? Thankful for what? She wondered aloud. For a careless driver whose truck was hardly scratched when he rear-ended her? For an airbag that saved her life but took that of her child? Good afternoon. Can I help you? The shop clerk approached and startled her. I I need an arrangement, stammered Sandra, for Thanksgiving. Do you have do you want a beautiful but ordinary, or would you like to challenge the day with the customer favorite I call the Thanksgiving special? asked the shop clerk. I'm convinced that flowers tell stories, she she said. Are you looking for something that conveys gratitude this Thanksgiving? Well, not exactly, Sandra blurted out. In the last five months, everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. 
Sandra regretted her outburst and was surprised when the shop clerk said, I have the perfect arrangement for you. <laughs> then the door's small bell rang and the shop clerk said, Hi, Barbara, let me get your order. She politely excused herself and walked toward a small workroom, then quickly reappeared, carrying an arrangement of greenery bows and long-stemmed thorny roses. Except the ends of the rose stems were neatly snipped. There were no flowers. Want this box? asked the clerk. Sandra watched for the customer's response. Was this a joke? Who would want rose stems with no flowers? She waited for laughter, but neither woman laughed. Yes, please, Barbara replied with an appreciative smile. You'd think after three years of getting the special, I wouldn't be so moved by its significance. But I can feel it right here all over again, she said, as she gently tapped her chest. Oh, stammered Sandra. That lady just left with, she left with no flowers. Right. I cut off the flowers. That's the special. It's called the Thanksgiving Thorn Banquet. <laughs> or, excuse me. Bouquet. Okay. Correct. All right. <laughs> oh, come on now. You can't tell me someone is willing to pay for that, exclaimed Sandra. Barbara came into the shop three years ago feeling very much like you do today, explained the clerk. She thought she had a very little to be thankful for. She'd lost her father to cancer. The business was failing. Her son was into drugs, and she was facing major surgery. That same year, I'd lost my husband, continued the clerk. And for the first time in my life, I had spent the holidays alone. I had no children, no husband, no family nearby, and too great a debt to allow any travel. So what did you do, asked Sandra. I learned to be thankful for the thorns, answered the clerk quietly. I was always thank God for the good things in my life and never thought to ask him why those good things happened to me. But when the bad stuff hit, did I ever ask? It took time for me to learn that the dark times are important. I always enjoyed the flowers of life, but it took thorns to show me the beauty of God's comfort. You know, the Bible says God comforts us when we're afflicted. That is to learn to comfort others. Sandra sucked in her breath as she thought about the very thing her friend had tried to tell her. I guess the truth is I don't want comfort. I just lost a baby and I'm angry with God. Just then, someone else walked into the shop. Hey, Phil, shouted the clerk to the balding, rotund man. My wife sent me in to get our usual Thanksgiving arrangement. Twelve thorny long stem stems. Laughed Phil as the clerk handed him tissue-wrapped arrangement from the refrigerator. Those are for your wife, asked Sandra doubtingly. Do you mind asking me why she wants something that looks like that? No, I'm glad you asked, Phil replied. Four years ago, my wife and I nearly divorced. After 40 years, we were in a real mess. But with the Lord's grace and guidance, we slogged through the problem after problem. He rescued our marriage. Jenny here, the clerk, told me she kept a vase of rose stems to remind her of resentment. I'll take those 12 long stem thorns, please, she managed to choke out. What did I do? I skipped page seven. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'll re he rescued our marriage. Jenny here, the clerk, told me she kept a vase of long stem roses to remind her of what she learned from thorny times, and that was good enough for me. I took home some of those stems. My wife and I decided to label each one for a specific problem and give thanks to him for what the problem taught us. As Phil paid the clerk, he said to Sandra, I highly recommend the special. I don't know if I can be thankful for the thorns of my life, Sandra said to the clerk. It's all too fresh. Well, the clerk replied carefully, my experience has shown me that thorns make roses precious. What treasure God 
provincial care. We treasure God's provincial care more during troubled times than any other time. Remember, it was the crown of thorns that Jesus wore so we might know his love. Don't resent the thorns. Tears rolled down Sandra's cheeks. For the first time since the accident, she loosened her grip on resentment. I'll take those 12 long stem thorns, please, said she managed to choke out. I hoped you would, said the clerk gently. I'll have them ready in a minute. Thank you. What do I owe you, asked Sandra. Nothing, said the clerk. Nothing but a promise to allow God to heal your heart. The first year's arrangement is always on me. The clerk smiled and handed a card to Sandra. It attached, I'll attach this card to your arrangement, but maybe you'd like to read it first. It read, Dear God, I have never thanked you for the thorns. I have thanked you a thousand times for my roses, but never once for my thorns. Teach me the glory of the cross I bear. Teach me the value of my thorns. Show me that I've climbed closer to you along the path of pain. Show me that through my tears, the color of your rainbow looks much more brilliant. So, wow. Getting back to cars and thorns, they kind of put you right where God wants you, on your knees. So this Thanksgiving, maybe you have an uncle who's a thorn or even a child or a parent. They just put you on your knees. I've heard it said, God rigged the world so we couldn't do it without him. So beside Bob, my good friend, who's sitting across from me, and his wonderful wife, Lori, who helped me with the Jesus labor love, we got plenty of thorns to share with you. But I also have another good friend, Peter Rosenberger. And honestly, Peter, your life is like that long stem roses. Well, it has its moments, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I I love that devotion, and it's hard to know how to do this. I, I was listening to my wife, Gracie, last night, talking to a dear friend of ours who just found out her cancer returned. Oh, wow. And Peter, I, you cannot believe this. I ran us right out of time for this segment. That's okay. Can you hang on for a couple of minutes and get me back with us? I got you, baby. We want to know you. what happened. So stay tuned. All We're right. going to hear from Peter. We're going to hear about your thorns, 866-348-7884, when we come back. So when you pick the hands of flowers, don't forget the thorn upon the rose. It's cut as deep and it's scarless forever. It follows love wherever love goes. Giving God thanks for the thorn in the paint. <laughs> Today on the Christian Car Guys Show, we're so blessed to have with us the host of uh, Hope for the Caregivers here on the Truth Network with us. He has such a story, uh, but along these I, this idea of giving thanks for the thorns, I thought Peter would be an amazing gift. We have an article posted at ChristianCarGuy.com that talks about truckers and tom trauma as a little more of an explanation of what his wife endured and what he has endured and how he ended up being the host of care hope for the caregiver <laughs> peter when we uh left you hanging you were talking about your wife's phone call well she called a friend of hers last night who just found out her cancer came back and uh, <clears throat> both of these women have been through some some pretty significant issues my wife has 80 surgeries to her credit that we can count both legs amputated 
all from a car wreck she had 35 years ago tomorrow. And yet she was ministering to this friend of hers who also is no stranger to suffering and has now had her cancer returned back. And I was listening to them praising God for their trial so that they could see him more clearly. <clears throat> That's pretty grown-up faith. And, you know, I know you got a lot of truckers that listen to your show. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you to them uh, and that's what this article's about uh, that you guys have on your site is that uh, when my wife was 17, she had a she was driving to visit a friend of hers, and but between Nashville and Memphis, and I'm in Nashville right now, but between Nashville and Memphis on Interstate 40, she fell asleep at the wheel in the middle of the day. She just and she hit a cement abutment, and, and it was a bad, bad, bad wreck. I mean, uh, one resident counted later 200 breaks that she had in her body. And uh, the car flipped over into a small ravine and caught on fire. And 10 truckers stopped to put the flames out. And they they all rushed to a burning car to, to help this girl that they did not even know. None of them judged her. None of them uh, ever scolded her saying, you know, what in the world were you thinking? What were you doing? How did you get here? Why are you out here by yourself? That kind of stuff. They simply spoke words of comfort <laughs> excuse me, and strength to her say, you know, we're here for you. We're going to get you to safety. Hang on, hang on. They call professionals. And I thought, what a, what a tremendous example of ministry to people in trauma that those truckers presented to, to my wife, um, a scared 17 year old girl bleeding out by the side of the road that would have certainly died, burned alive in a car had those guys not been there and called for help. And I thought we as Christians come across people in dumpster fires of sin and all kinds of stuff. And do we rush to ministry or do we rush to judgment? And, you know, I found, Robbie, for me, uh, I have a 0% chance of convicting anybody of sin or changing people's lives. The Holy Spirit has a 100% success rate of that, and I don't. But I do have the opportunity to minister to people in their brokenness. And I don't think that comes unless you have some thorns in your own paint. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I love this theme today. I mean, I, I don't think it's very. You don't read, read. You don't need a seminary degree to be able to minister to people. All you have to do is remember these nail scarred hands that reached into your own trauma, into your own fire, into your own wreck. And when you do that, that's when you learn to be thankful for those things because you realize how much God reached into your life, and then equips you to be able to to extend that same grace to others. Uh, but it doesn't come without a cost, and it doesn't come without thorns. But it does come with an enormous uh, perspective and grace and a view of God's mercy and love and kindness and compassion that cannot be – I'm convinced at this point in my life that it cannot be obtained any other way than to walk through those dark places and see his provision in it. So this is a great topic at Thanksgiving. Can we be thankful for these brutal things? And at the time, it's hard to, but but – Perspective is is what it's all about, and, and and God's provision on this journey has a way of bringing great perspective. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Now, Bob, you you were going to say, I've just had the opportunity recently to be uh, more gracious and less judgmental, and uh, I'm pretty sure I failed that test uh, dramatically. And uh, well. just today's topic is. Uh, really opened my eyes to my shortcomings and uh and uh give me a clear sign that uh i i got some work to do yeah well that's the beauty of it we all do and 
Yeah, you know, I can't help but think, and and Peter, I know a, a little bit more of your story, that Jesus endured this unbelievable amount of pain on the cross. We know that. But that pain was but for a moment because he was excited about spending eternity with Bob, extended <laughs> eternity with Lori, with me, with yeah. Peter. And, and, and so he... he in your own life, I wonder, Peter, has there been a moment of pain where he showed up, and but oh. praise God he did, and since he showed up, it was worth enduring the pain. Well, there has been, and there's too many numerous ones that to be able to list on your show. All I can tell you is, you know, we have thorns in our paint. We have thorns in our side, but he had thorns in his head, and those were for us. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, he died for all of us, but he died for each of us, and he knows all of these things that are going on with us and he knows how painful it is and he's extending a nail scarred hand into our our car wrecks and um you know we slip our scared hand into his scarred hand that's the way it works and 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 um and so i am i am grateful for these things i'm grateful for the perspective i I, I, I'm, and I'm Bob, I'm with you, baby. I'm the crash test dummy of caregivers. <laughs> I mean, if, if you could fail at it, I've forgotten more mistakes than most people could ever make. And, and yet I see God weaving redemption and we serve the greatest junk collector in the universe and he collects all of our, he's a, he's a carpenter that doesn't even waste the sawdust. And, and so that gives me great, great comfort as we go through this thing that he is not making all new things, but he's making all things new. And what a, what a great topic today as we go into Thanksgiving. But I, I had to call in, Robbie, and, and give those truckers that are listening just as a collective thank you, because I know that a lot of them have stopped along the side of the road to help people with it. And 10 truckers, 35 years ago tomorrow, helped my wife. They saved her life. And in the process now, you and I are having this conversation the amputees that we serve in West Africa through our ministry are walking all of that because somebody stopped to help. So thank you. Thank you, Peter. Oh, what a blessing. His show, Pope for the Caregiver, comes on the Truth Network. You can check your pro- your program guides for that or check your local area and say, hey, we need this show in our area because as you can hear, Peter is a wonderfully gifted host. Thank you, Peter. God bless. We got so much more thorns in the paint. We need your thorn in the paint. 866-34-TRUTH. Thank you, Robbie. Bye-bye. For all the bruises, for all the blows, I'd rather feel the thorn than to never see the road. It follows love wherever love goes. Giving thanks for the thorn in the paint today. <laughs> On the Christian Car Guy Show as we head into this Thanksgiving season. I don't know if you've ever, I know that I fall way short of giving God thanks for the thorns and the paint, but obviously um, God had given me this concept for a show all week, and so I've been thinking about all the thorns in the paint that um, I could really give thanks for. But one of the one of the opportunities that we have here with the Christian Car Guy Show I never really had even got it in my perspective until this week is that there are a lot of folks, single moms, widows, families in crisis have car struggles and I get an opportunity every week to talk to those. And they are at this point where they've got a thorn. You know, I can think of a single mom this morning. She, um, 
not this morning, but last week, as she talked to me that they'd lost the heater in their Pacifica. <clears throat> and it was really cold, and she was really, really, really troubling over how am I going to get through winter without a heater, and I got no money, and I've been out of work, and, and you know, my you know ex-husband or whatever the situation isn't paying any child support and there's no way to go and I don't know how to get this done and 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 I have an opportunity to hear you know the thorn and hear the pain of it um and then thanks to your donations and your prayers and all sorts of things you know that that particular lady's problem you know what it cost to fix it seriously it was $87 that's all it was she, she had worked herself up. I can tell you that, that, that it was really, really, really difficult to listen to somebody that is that upset, like the world is coming to an end, and, 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 and that's kind of what she was facing. Her thorn was right there. And all that was standing between her and the end of her problem was $87, but by the way, y'all donated, you know, people to the Christian Car Guy, Jesus Labor Love, which is there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I should point out also the article, The Blessing of the Thorns. If you want that, you want to use it a devotion for yourself, it's wonderful. Go get it. If you want to hear Peter's story about the truck, that's there too. But all that. But the beauty of what I think is really, really cool, Bob, is that God put it on my heart that every time I talk to one of these ladies, I pray with them. And one of the things that he's always given me to pray at the end of the prayer is Jesus, please help them know that no matter what they go through, you are there with them. And I'm so grateful that the courage they had to reach out to you, right? Because think about what's going on. They've got a thorn in their paint. They do. They're really, really struggling with it. And they would not go to the Jesus labor love if they hadn't considered that God had a solution for them. Wow. And then not only... And I, and I can just tell you from years of doing this that I all I almost always feel like they appreciate the prayer more than the eighty six dollars. That's uh, that's pretty eye opening for me, you know, because I don't know the whole process that you go through with each and every uh, applicant and everything, and uh, you you really open my eyes there. And, uh, yeah, because each time, Bob, as you can imagine, I'm in this position of judging like crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult because a lot of times when I'm listening, talk about the last six places that tore up their car and this, that, and the other. And, oh, man, I mean, it's – and if you're not praying in the midst of all that, I know you'd be getting off stream. And God's saying, okay, Robbie, <laughs> you, know, this, <laughs> you know, how can we move into this? How can we – but they're, each one of them is a thorn in the paint, and each one of them is an opportunity for these people to feel God's relief. So I would really love your thorn in the paint story. It doesn't have to be in paint. It could be something that happened in your life. I'm going to share one. I know Bob's got several, and we even have his wife, Lori, here, and she may have one to share. I'm going to share one real quick. It shouldn't take but a moment. This one's physical pain. I really believe emotional pain is much, much, much worse than this, but I can, I can relate to this one because I had some physical pain. Um, but I want to hear your story, 866-348-7884. Don't forget that number. Call in with your story. But I was, uh, in the year 2000, they, I was recovering still from lymphoma, and they thought that I had lesions on my brain, so they decided that they were going to do a brain biopsy. You didn't know me back then, Bob, but I got a bozo cut. They cut 
the hair right down the middle of my so that you know so they could go in and do this thing and people were laughing because you could picture me with being bald in the middle and hair on both sides (laughs) but unfortunately when they put the titanium plate back in my head to cover up the hole which when they do you know just you'll know that's about a quarter size hole when they go to do a brain biopsy so this it's you know it's not anything minor and they put this titanium plate it had a staph infection on it and that staph infection grew in my head created an abscess so maybe you've had an abscess in a tooth can you imagine one in your brain (laughs) well i can assure you it gets really 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 painful and your brain begins to swell inside your skull and there's no place for it to go and so here i was in just like pain that i can just tell you it was painful I've had kidney stones. I've had all sorts of stuff, gallstones. I've Believe me, if you knew my story, I had my leg crushed. I, I, I understand pain at a certain level, but there ain't anything that would come close to this. No, no amount of, you know, they tried every kind of drug you can imagine while they were trying to prep me for surgery to get me into this operating room, but something happened in the operating room to the previous patient, and they couldn't get me in, and so I'm laying out there waiting to get into emergency surgery so they can, you know, get the pressure off my brain. And morphine, it wouldn't matter what they gave me. It was nothing. And so I am laying there and obviously praying. What else can you do? And this woman comes in. Her name was Ramona Seacrest. And she just happened to be working that day in the waiting room, of the, or not the waiting, but the, in that place where they were holding room for the emergency surgery. She also happened to be in my Sunday school class, so I happened to know her. <laughs> She sat there and she held my, she didn't say a word. Of course, if you can imagine that would have just echoed like a, you know, a jackhammer in my head. She just held my hand. Remember a few minutes ago when I talked about for a certain amount of pain, Jesus endured on the cross. Well, There was some pain there, I'm telling you, some physical pain. But the hope that I was given by Ramona Seacrest that day, that pain only lasted for a few hours. I went into surgery, and here I am today. But the comfort has lasted me a lifetime. She, um... She had exactly what you needed, exactly when you needed it. That's that's just pretty amazing that God put an angel in your life right at that moment to uh, help you over a hump. Yeah. And there's so many times we feel like we need to do something great and astronomical and this and that, and then something as simple as just holding your hand was what you needed. And anything anything more would have probably been a discomfort instead of a comfort. Yeah, it, it, you know, I I was just, I knew who it was, and I knew why it was. You know, it was like he had sent her, and, and I am with you, Robbie. I'm right here with you. And that's all I needed. And I imagine that you've got a story like that. And so we want you to call in with yours, 866 348 seven eight eight four giving thanks for the thorns because right now somebody's listening who's got a thorn and they don't have any idea what to do with that 
I have trouble sharing sometimes because, you know, I talk about Rob and my loss there, and uh, and I talk about the thorn that you know was my business burning down, and and I do it over and over and over, and I get the opportunity to share with folks. And uh, I saw a man just yesterday that I'd shared with his son and uh, tried to shine some light into his life and uh, share a little faith and hope and. And, uh, you know, he said that his son, it didn't really work out. And uh, and his son, you know, was still struggling in the same area. But, uh, you know, when you, when you try, when you just try to help someone, whether it works or not, when you just try to help. How many times has God tried to help me and... <laughs> and I, I've ignored it, you know. So, you know, it's not your uh, your success rate that's, that's the issue. It's just trying to help someone and reaching out and trying to help them with their thorn, you know. There you go. 866-348-7884-866-34 Truth. We want to hear your story. You got one. Come on now, many people will be blessed. You, sh- you call 866-348-7884. A head that once was crowned with thorns Is crowned with glory now Giving thanks for the thorns in the paint today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And, you know, we've all got them in all sorts of different ways. Your car may have them. And I don't know if you've thought about maybe how that thorn in your car <laughs> has uh, may have been painful, but really helped you understand some things along the way and maybe brought somebody in your life like Bob or somebody else that helped steer you. You know, God has got this, like, formula. Like, in order to get to Robbie, he needs to have a brain infection at this point. He needs can't or whatever it was that he needed to, to, to begin to help me become the son he wanted me to be. These were things that he was wanting to do. One of the hardest things, again, physical pain is one thing. Emotional is another. And I know the hardest thing I ever endured personally was the night one of my dearest ones attempted suicide. And um, <clears throat> not only that, but this person was going to be, you know, put in another part of the hospital for a period of time after that because, you know, they won't let you just get out. And that person <clears throat> also said, I don't want to see me, you know, Robbie, because, you know, he'll preach at me. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'll see you. I'll see the rest of the family, but I don't want to see him. And another one of my dearest ones was moving that weekend. And I left that event and went over and worked till one o'clock in the morning helping that person move. And it was like January. So we had no heat. When I got home that night, after all that had gone on, and I'd worked till one in the morning, totally exhausted. I hadn't slept all the night before going through the suicide attempt. And here I was, and there was no heat. And it was like 20 degrees in the house, and there was no time to go get a boat. I just said, wrap up with blankets. We're going to bed. 
So I woke up the next morning. I wrapped myself up in 40 blankets and every coat I could find. And I went and made a cup of coffee because we did have power. I just didn't have eat. And I was sitting there. And usually every morning in my devotions, I have a, a, I have a journal where I love to write down all I'm thankful for. And I'm wrapped up in my blanket, and I got my cup of coffee, and I was like, okay, God, it's on. The gloves are off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a chat. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be straightforward here. I'm not very thankful. I am not. I cannot in good conscience write down I'm grateful for this, you know, the events of the last 24 hours. Really? The no heat, isn't that little, you know, push the thumb in my eye thing here? <laughs> you know? And I was, I was sitting there. And the, the, the smoke began to clear of the fight that was going on in the spiritual realms that I did not know. All of a sudden, I remembered a particular orderly. This person had to get a blood gas test, which is really, really painful if you've ever had one because they have to stick an artery. And this person also didn't deal well with pain. So I was terribly, terribly worried that this was not going to go well. And God had sent this technician who had spent over an hour rubbing on the on the artery and all to make sure that this would not hurt and i couldn't believe it when that happened the the person said wow that didn't hurt as bad as an, as an iv and i'm like <laughs> how could this be how could this be well through the mist of the the battle between me and god over my thankfulness or lack thereof I all of a sudden thought, oh, you sent that technician. Oh, oh, and by the way, they lived. <laughs> you know, they didn't pass away. Uh, you know, what, a, what, a, and all, the, the light just started to come in my brain of all the things that he had done that I should be thankful for. And oh, by the way, you're wrapped up warm as a cat in this blanket and you got a hot cup of coffee. I mean, what else? Robbie, you have so much to be thankful for in the middle of the thorns. Amazing how how little we see, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had just, you know, all I could see was the, the trees. I had no idea about the forest. And I was so angry. But I'll never forget that morning. It was a similar thing. I endured a phenomenal amount of emotional pain. But God opened my eyes to what had really taken place. Well, brother, I'll tell you right now, you've been working on me for quite some time. I've shared something with you, and and we've talked about it. And today, I will tell you, it's not the day, but it still weighs on my heart, and you're guiding me to it and through it and, and uh, uh, preparing me to uh, to really come clean on this issue and, uh, and just to get it out there and uh, to share and get it in the get it where it needs to be and fully deal with it and everything. But um, a dear friend like you, um, it's what it took, somebody that's been through so much and always, always, always finding the positive. And uh, I've been good at finding the positives in it and certain, several issues, but uh, this particular one, I'm just, I'm still struggling and working through and, and trying to come to grips with the best way and the best time to really open up and share about it and everything. And uh, it's just really, it's really been tough for me. But uh, I want to thank you for uh, helping me, helping me along the way. 
Well, you're, you know, I feel like I walk with kings and you're one of them that always yeah. speaks from the heart and always is transparent about what you're really feeling. And the beauty of it is, you know, I talk to you in the middle of the week. And because of your transparency, because of your heart, because to have friends like you that talk to me, I process and I go to God with that constantly. Like, help me with this, show me this. And to me, that's such the the beauty of, of walking with wonderful people is they they kind of show you God and then you got a chance to work all week or two weeks or three weeks or however long to let him show you and begin to, to bring the smoke away. Because I can assure you, Satan has laid down some tremendous fog for which we can't see through. And, the, and, and, and he will do so much to make sure you don't see what's actually beautiful there. And I, you know, we won't know some of it, obviously, until to the other side of heaven. But I am certain, I'm absolutely certain that one of the neatest things that I am going to remember are the people that were there at those moments. Well, just one day this week, uh, there's been some things going on, trying to sift through and work out and everything, and I uh, got a text from a dear friend that I hadn't heard from in quite some time, and um, I thought, well, he's caught wind of it, and uh, so I, I called him up, and it took a minute, a couple of calls back and forth before we got a chance to talk, and um, I shared with him and everything, and then uh, right after I shared with him, he says, well, I hate there's been so much put on your plate, but if anybody can handle it, it's you. He said, you've been through so much. And, and and when he said that, it just, it lifted me up, it strengthened me, and it reminded me of all the thorns that God had helped dig out from under my fingernails <laughs> everywhere, you know. <laughs> it's to pull and, out of your paw. <laughs> yeah. I have had a lot of thorns pulled out of my paw, and, and, and it worked out in a very good way. And for my friend to remind me of that and just say, well, you know, at, at least you're equipped to handle this thorn, you know. And uh, it it really lifted me up. It is a wonderful thing that our faith is a shield in the scriptures in Ephesians 6. And when you lift your shield of faith, you actually strengthen the whole army. Because it's those shields that all protect not only you, but those around you. And so as you think about this thanksgiving giving thanks for your thorns may help somebody else raise their shield of faith remember slow down jesus walked to where everyone he went and got it all done in 33 years